Welcome back to South Florida Sundays. Sharina with you. And today I am joined by Dr. Erica Podowski. Dr. Podowski is an experienced general and bariatric surgeon and the medical director of the Surgical Weight Loss Program at the Delray Medical Center. Today we're going to be talking about obesity and weight loss surgery. When it comes to weight loss, a lot of people tend to focus on the physical aspects of it. But can you tell us what happens to the human body when like, a person experiences extreme weight gain? Um, I've heard your organs kind of work harder. There's a little additional stress to your joints. Sure. So, yeah, we tend to think of obesity as, you know, um, overeating, not exercising. But obesity is really a medical disease. And what it does is stress every system of the body. So it causes an inflammation. And that translates into other diseases. Um, You know, it's a metabolic disease. So other metabolic issues come along with it. So people are, you know, at high risk for developing diabetes and heart Mm -hmm. disease, different kinds of inflammatory skin conditions and different types of cancer. I mean, the weight by itself, just carrying the weight around, also does a lot of wear and tear to the body just functionally. So joints and arthritis, um, back pain. Um, so, you know, it really affects just every system of the body. Wow, that sounds terrible. And your age could actually exasperate those issues, right? Sure. As we all get older, our metabolism slows and, you know, we start to develop um, medical issues. And obesity is just an underlying disease that kind of predisposes people to develop those other diseases much easier and also makes things a lot harder to treat. Yeah, I think that's something everyone should really watch out for, especially as we're all getting older. Um, What are some of the lifestyle factors that lead to obesity and the health problems associated with it? Yeah, it's such a hard disease um, because there are so many factors. You know, there is the underlying genetic and metabolic Mm -hmm. part of it. Um, But then there's also lifestyle and our country is really focused on quick results and quick everything. So Mm. it's really easy to get quick food everywhere and it's usually high calorie and unhealthy food. And then we focus so much on, but now you should lose weight. So there are, you know, quick weight loss schemes and, you know, none of it is really the healthy way to approach life. But, you know, unfortunately, that's what people are drawn into. Yes, that is exactly what I was thinking, because those habits are literally ingrained into American culture. We can order large portions of food when we want, have it delivered. We, we don't even have to leave our house. We can work from home. We can watch TV all day. Uh, what steps can people take now to become healthier in the future? Definitely easy to be unhealthy and really hard to be healthy. You know, yes. We have some patients that are like addicted to Uber Eats. I mean, Mm. you could essentially never leave your house and get anything you want at any time of day now. Yes, and that is exactly why we need your help. Uh, What steps would you say people could take to be more healthy in the future? Um, So, you know, for the surgery side of things, you know, obviously that's the tool um, when people really need it for Mm -hmm. people that have really, truly become obese. But it's not the only part of, you know, having successful weight loss and improving health. So. There's definitely has to be a commitment to habit changes and healthy eating. And, you know, a lot of people think that by skipping meals, they'll lose weight. And that's actually not true. Um, You know, some people are even under eating or eating the wrong things, thinking that it's a healthy way to eat. So nutrition is a really important part of a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, I think that's just really misunderstood by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, cardiovascular health and exercise is really important. So just movement, you know, 
um, just not staying home and work from home is difficult, but even small things like, you know, making sure that you're going out and taking a walk or parking in the back of the parking lot, just really just staying moving is important too. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about common misconceptions and losing weight. Uh, you kind of touched on it earlier about under eating and skipping meals. What other common misconceptions are there to losing weight? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, most people think that, you know, less calories and skipping meals and if you're going into sort of our starvation diet or, mm-hmm. you know, a diet that's really um, calorie restricted, that that's the way to lose weight. And, you know, that can work temporarily for some people, but it's really unhealthy and it actually damages your body more than you're helping it and actually makes it easier to gain weight instead of lose it. Um, it's also really hard to sustain, you know, any of the mm-hmm. kind of fad diets, um, you know, people get a temporary result, but then typically they regain their weight and regain about 10% more every time. So, um, you know, I think, I think anything that is something that you can only commit to temporarily is not a really good long-term solution. So, you know, we never say to focus on a diet or focus on a certain number on the scale. It's more about, you know, really learning how to be healthy and how to do something that's sustainable. Right. I I agree with that. And I also think that a lot of people go for these fad diets because it promises fast results. Um, Short-term goals are a lot easier to obtain than that complete lifestyle change that we need. But uh, there are also people who have done that lifestyle change and it hasn't really equaled weight loss for them. Do you know why that is? You know, usually, um, again, obesity is a disease, so it's really a derangement of the metabolism. So, Mm -hmm. you know, some people that really don't have metabolism, which is really that, like, core energy burning machine, you know, no matter what they do, um, if you don't really have baseline metabolism, those things really aren't going to work. So, you know, we have a lot of patients that for years, um, you know, thought that they could do it on their own. So they diet or they do, you know, crazy exercise programs. And, um, you know, those things just are never really going to work for them. Unfortunately, we know that medically just by looking at, you know, large data studies that if you're at a certain BMI and you really have the diagnosis of obesity, there's a really small chance that any of that's going to work for weight loss. Um, but obviously you want to do the right thing. So people are just, you know, embarrassed or, you know, reluctant mm-hmm. to pursue surgery. But um, ultimately that we know that that's really the only thing that's really going to meaningfully change their weight or health mm-hmm. at a certain BMI. And you brought up BMI, which is a really important factor, actually. Uh, can you kind of explain what BMI is and how it could help someone determine what way they should go about uh, pursuing their weight loss journey? Yeah, so, um, you know, there's overweight and those people, like, you know, can do well with diet and exercise and just healthy lifestyle changes. And then there's true obesity, and medically we diagnose that by what's called a body mass index or BMI, and it's something that's really easy to Google um, and type in your numbers to see what your BMI is. And what we go by is a BMI of 35 or above places people in the diagnosis of obesity category. Um, There are different levels of obesity, but anyone who's 35 with comorbid medical conditions we know is best treated with surgery. Um, so it's it's really a height-weight ratio. Um, it's a little complicated because it's a metric scale that we don't typically 
yeah. used. But, you know, again, you just go by that Google kind of thing and, um, you know, just a Google calculator will give you a number and 35 and above is obesity. So those people would be the candidates for the weight loss surgery? Yeah, we know that less than like one in 100 people that are really diagnosed as obese are going to do well with a diet and exercise program. And if they do have weight loss, it's going to be really difficult to keep it off. Mm. So we know that surgery is the best option for weight loss and improvement of health and to be able to have a durable weight loss that lasts hopefully a lifetime. And they can come straight to you if they're looking for that kind of service. As I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, Dr. Podolsky is the medical director of the Surgical Weight Loss Program at Delray Medical Center. Now, Dr. Podolsky, there are so many different surgical options. Which ones do you offer? Yeah, so we really focus on metabolic surgery. So um, mm-hmm. we're known as weight loss, which I think does kind of um, lead us into more of a cosmetic. Mm-hmm. You know, people think of just the weight alone, but being a, a bariatric and metabolic surgery program, we really focus on obesity, but also the other benefits of the surgery. So, you know, 80% of people will go into full remission the day of surgery from their diabetes and can stop all of their medications. There's a really good outcome with hypertension um, and stopping antihypertensive medications. Cardiac risk goes down by 40%. Cancer risk decreases. Fertility increases. So there's a lot of benefits. medically that are immediate. Um, So the surgeries that we offer are really those metabolic surgeries, which are still a a bypass, which people have heard about for years. Mm, There's um, our number one surgery is called a sleeve gastrectomy, which is a little less complicated than a bypass. Um, What we don't offer are like device type of surgeries. So the like lap bands were very popular. You know, they've been eliminated they weren't truly a metabolic surgery. So we really focus not on only on obesity, but the other health benefits in those surgeries. Um, and you said that the lap band has been eliminated. Why was that? Because it was so popular. You know, obesity, yeah, and obesity has been a problem, you know, for decades. And it's just becoming more and more of an epidemic. And mm-hmm. there's always going to be, um, you know, a, a need to treat obesity and and you know, the interest in finding an easier way to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. no one really wants to have a permanent surgery, but it's really still the only thing we have. So years ago, lap bands were developed, um, which was a device that grips around the stomach and makes people feel fuller quicker and makes them eat slower. The problem is it's a device and, and devices don't typically last forever. You know, the body never wants to hold on to a device. And now we see people that just have a lot of issues from them. So I love taking lap bands out. Um, I don't think people realize like the digestive issues they have um, and the risk they have by leaving them in. So, yeah, I think it was a great thing that that we stopped doing lap bands. Um, But there are still a lot of people that have them. And we do treat those people and remove bands or manage bands when people have them in place. Okay, so they can come to you to remove their lap band if they needed to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some people did well with lap bands, and we still, you know, adjust and try to use the band if it's not causing any damage. Mm -hmm. And then the people that really weren't successful with it, we remove the bands, and if they're still suffering from obesity, then we can convert to one of those metabolic surgeries. Yeah, that works a lot better. Um, And then you also specialize in robotic-assisted surgery. Uh, How does the robotic surgery work, and are there specific benefits for for patients who choose that over like um, the open surgery? 
Yeah, so, um, you know, surgery is, is become a really technologically advanced field. Mm-hmm. You know, historically, every surgery was done open, meaning a big incision, but that just meant a really long recovery. Um, you know, people stayed in bed, they had pain issues. So minimally invasive surgery has evolved over the years. It started as laparoscopy, which is small incision camera surgery. And now we have robotics, which is just the next technological step. It's the same type of platform. It's small incisions. Mm -hmm. But what all of that offers is a quick recovery. So, you know, our patients who used to have the surgery as an open surgery and maybe stay in bed for a week and stay in the hospital for a month or longer. Now we can do the surgery and they stay overnight, but they're walking in the hall the same day and typically go home the next morning. Yeah, so it's wow. really made a difference. Yeah, it's really made a difference in recovery for bariatrics, for, you know, other surgeries like colon surgeries, you know, any mm-hmm. abdominal surgery. It's really made a huge difference in recovery. Is there any uh, difference between how those surgeries help a patient lose weight? Like, is it like a faster, you know, like they see faster results um, or? No, I mean, it's it's really our standard to perform them this way now. I think okay. it does get people moving quicker. So the actual surgical recovery is really quick. There's not a lot of post-operative pain that we have to deal with. So we were right. able to eliminate narcotics and, um, oh, wow. yeah. you know, get people up moving quicker. So the quicker you get back to like, you know, daily life, the quicker you recover. You know, people go home, take a shower, kind of get back to things and, and yeah, the recovery has just been an amazing change. That is amazing. Um, for someone who is interested in uh, weight loss surgery, can you kind of walk us through what they would experience when they visit your team at the Delray Medical Center? Yeah, so um, we have a great team that happens to be all women. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a certified center of excellence, which means that nationally we're recognized for quality and outcome by our surgical societies. Um, and many healthcare insurances. So we have a great program that's a concierge type of program with a ton of people to reach out to. So people can start in different ways. We have online seminars for people that are like not quite sure but want to learn more about it that are always available on the website. We have a nurse coordinator. We have live seminars. Um, Once it gets to the process of surgery, then it's you know, a surgical visit um, in the office. It's a discussion about what surgery is right and what the benefits would be. Um, we have a great nutritionist who goes over, you know, those those healthy lifestyle changes, right. habit changes. Um, you know, the psychology of all of this is important. Oh, so that's yeah. part of the process. I didn't even think of that. Um, right. So, yeah, so it's really a multidisciplinary approach to make sure that if someone's going to go through surgery, mm-hmm. that we want them to have the best outcome. So there's help before, there's, you know, discussions leading up to surgery. Once, once you know, um, as I mentioned, the surgery is actually the tool and it's, it's honestly probably the easy part because now it's so standardized and the night in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then after surgery, there's a lot of support so that people have success and our standards actually lifetime follow-up. So it's a lot wow. of follow-up in the first year, as much as people feel like they need when there are big changes. And then, you know, hopefully we keep in touch with everybody at least yearly to just, you know, make sure everybody's on track and has the support that they need. I am going to recommend everyone go to the Delray Medical Center for this. <laughs> Um, Thank you. Where can people find out more about you and possibly make an appointment? Um, so the Delray Medical Center website has a lot of our information. Um, we have a practice website, which is pbsurgical.com. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Our main program number is 495-3022, and we have a, an awesome nurse coordinator, Diane Schofield, that helps people get started. Um, so there are just a bunch of ways to find us. You could probably Google us if you forget any of that information. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Padowski, and sharing all of this valuable information with our audience. Even if you just planted a seed in someone's head who's maybe thinking about it, all of this information is life-changing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think we're just misunderstood. No, of course. Thank you.